0: Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shea, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so today's show is, I don't hear enough people talking about this, unfortunately, and um, it's all about childhood obesity. We're failing our children, and the reason we're failing the children is because we have failed ourselves as a society. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Shay. Thank you guys so much for sharing this show with people and episodes. We've gotten uh, a couple big bumps on the download, so thank you. Uh, a couple of you on Instagram have done that. I've seen that, so thank you very much. Uh, on our last episode, I shared one of the big goals for this show this year, uh, and it is to become in the top 100 of one of the, categories, the three categories we are listed in. And the way we are going to do that is by obviously bringing good content, content that's going to have some serious, serious value for people, bring on some serious high level guests that can give some insight into things that maybe most people in your circle can't. Uh, me included. That's why I started this podcast. So I could talk to people that hit above my weight class is one way to say it. And uh, we've got some good ones coming up next week. I've got two scheduled next week that will be absolutely things that are going to make you be like, holy shit. So I'm really excited to get those busted out and out to you guys in the coming weeks. And uh, the other way we're going to do it is by reviews on iTunes and sharing this show with at least one person. So if everybody that listens to the show shares it with one person that they think would benefit from it, find, find an episode that you think they would like, or even a clip um, that you like and share it. I'm going to make a couple uh, Instagram reels on our Instagram so you guys can share those. Uh, it's, if you're not tagged in a story on Instagram, you can't share it. That is what I have figured out because I've had a lot of people be like, how do I share this shit? If I don't tag you specifically in the story, you can't share it. So that's how that works. So I'm going to make some Instagram reels uh, this week. Um, Today, actually, I'm going to get an NAD IV drip to see if I can get my smell back from old Covino, COVID-19. So we will see if that works. I'll keep you posted on that. So we'll see how the NAD goes. I'm excited to do that. And um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that um, is a sensitive subject. I've had trouble talking about it in the past because I didn't have a kid. Now I have a kid and I kind of see how this goes and how they learn, how they operate and how they model the behavior that we model. So there's going to be a part in this episode I think I would challenge you or urge you to share with somebody that you love that would uh, maybe need a little kick in the ass. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, today's show. Head over to enlightenedathlete.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, To keep you posted, when we do release new episodes, we have new products coming out, we're actually doing some new nutrition stuff. I'm actually going to open up uh, here at the beginning of the year to help people get the ball rolling. I want to do some free uh, nutrition consultations, nutrition coaching sessions. It'll be over Zoom, so you don't have to be local here. Um, But we can sit down, and uh, the reason I want to do this is because I'm rolling out some new products coming in the next month or two as far as nutrition services go, and what I want to do is get people on a call with me so I can hear the biggest struggles that you have. I'm going to ask you some, some pretty in-depth questions about the nutrition stuff, what you feel you're struggling with, what your biggest goals are, what stopped you from doing that before. And then obviously I'm going to try to provide you with immense amount of value in that call to move you forward to really get the ball rolling. But it also helps me determine what it is that I need to offer what most people are struggling with now. It's different than it was 3 years ago, I'm sure. And the reason I want to do this is because the nutrition side of things directly and your gut health directly links to mental health. So the types of food, what you're eating, the inflammatory response, if you're exercising, cold exposure, sleep, stress management, all of that plays into the nutrition. So I guess it's not so much just a nutrition coaching session, it's more of like a uh, a lifestyle coaching session, but mm-hmm. we're going to focus in on the nutrition stuff, we're going to focus in on um, sleep and stress, all of that together. So, I want to find out what your problems are so I can help you in that call, but you're also helping me figure out how to dial in my offer that I'm going to be presenting to people so we can reach and help more people. That's the ultimate goal for me. I got kind of comfortable last year, and this year I've got a real fire under my ass to help as many people as I can. So, we're going to grow this shit, and I'm going to need you guys' help to do it. So, reach out, shoot me an email, info at athlete, message me on Instagram, and I will get back to you for sure. And we will set up a time for you to do a quick, it's like 15 to 20 minutes. And if you need to talk more, we'll talk more. But it doesn't take a ton of time out of your day. It's going to be really quick. It's going to be in-depth on the fact that I'm going to give you a lot of value, how to move forward with the issues that you're having. Because I'm sure I've seen it before and I've helped somebody through it before. So uh, if you really want to get your shit together, there's no commitment. There's no, uh, this does not cost anything. This is free. This is me. I'm going to get something out of it and I want you to get something out of it too. Something very powerful. So, uh, shoot us an email or a message on Instagram or Facebook. We will get you scheduled for a coaching session, free coaching session to start off the new year. Okay. So with that, we're going to get into today's show. Okay. So today's show is, I don't hear enough people talking about this, unfortunately. And um, it's all about childhood obesity. We're failing our children. And the reason we're failing the children is because we have failed ourselves as a society. And I'm talking specifically about here in America, but also I know The UK struggles with this. I know uh, a lot of other developed countries struggle with obesity as well, overweight and obesity as well. And the message that's being pushed across the board is that it's okay. It's okay. We're normalizing it. There's fat mannequins. I talked about that on uh, the episode with Travis Stetzel. We're normalizing this, and our children are now seeing, they are taking the brunt of the side effects of this because they have been shutting schools down the government has been shutting schools down in certain places kids end up at home i was reading an account of this one child who it's not good for kids to get thrown off routine first of all and they need social interaction that's what they do that's how they develop and learn and get put back in their place when they're out of line when they're being weird like their friends will self-regulate them jordan peterson talks about this all the time but they shut the schools down the kid ends up at home and he's just snacking all day he said he this was in his own words he's like i gained like 30 pounds this kid was like 14 because he just sits at home all day, in between classes, he's bored, he eats, There's a pizza in the oven, he eats, grabs a muffin, he, he can't cook, he's like, I don't know how to cook. So he just literally is just snacking on bullshit food all day, drinking pop all day, gained a ton of weight. So we're going to start with this study that I found, it's a NCBI study, um, so it's open to the public, Childhood and Adolescent Obesity in the United States, a Public Health Concern. This was from December of 2019. Childhood and uh, adolescent obesity have reached epidemic levels in the United States. Currently, about 17% of US children are presenting with obesity. Obesity can affect all aspects of the ch- of children, including their psychological as well as cardiovascular health. Also, their overall physical health is affected. The association between obesity and other conditions makes it a public health concern for children and adolescents. Due to the increase in the prevalence of obesity among children, a variety of research studies have been conducted to discover what associations and risk factors increase the probability that a child will present with obesity. Okay, so that's part of the abstract of it. You can read it. I'll link to it in the show notes, but for God's sakes, I'll tell you what risk factors associations, and will increase the probability that a child would present with obesity. It's the environment inside the home. So when I say we have failed the children, I mean we have failed ourselves. This is a controversial um, take, a controversial opinion, but it is your job as a parent to model good behavior. And good behavior is not just we don't talk back to elders. We don't hit women you know you need to be a role model what it is for health and if you can't get your ass up off the couch and show them what walking is exercise is. have healthy snacks in the house if you don't know it is your responsibility to figure out how to learn about what that is i believe that because now quinn my daughter i feel very confident talking about this now because i've seen other kids go through this exact scenario. And now I see what Quinn is doing. Guess what? Quinn knows what planks are. Quinn knows what down dog is. Quinn knows what lunges are. Quinn knows what burpees and push-ups are. Quinn knows what jumping jacks are. She likes to eat broccoli. She knows the difference between real food and not real food. I'm like, Quinn, we have to eat some real food. Now, does my kid love sugar? Hell yes, she loves sugar. Kids love sugar, right? But it's my responsibility as a parent and as the father specifically to lead my family in a direction that supports health. My wife did not come from a family that was very health conscious. They did not eat real food. They did not exercise very much. They just don't really think about health, which is fine. They're different now because I've been in the family for 16, 17 years. And I've been talking about it constantly. I modeled the behavior and they picked it up. I did not have to lecture them. They picked it up. Same with kids. I model the behavior. She sees me eating... Uh, Greens drinks drinking, uh, you know shakes with a bunch of different spinach in it and blueberries and and strawberries and bananas And we have fruit in the house and we have uh, Lunch meat in the house and we cook at home She sees that she eats broccoli when I eat broccoli. She eats broccoli when I eat greek yogurt She eats greek yogurt if i'm having some snacks that are like a blueberry and maybe like a a halo or an orange She eats that right. She picks that up. I bring her to the gym with me. She sees me work out or I work out at home on purpose, maybe not a full workout, but I show her, hey, look, we are going to do some push-ups and some squats and some lunges and some jumping jacks. And she sees that. And my buddy, Zach, who's on this show, does the same thing with his kids, does the same thing, brings them to the gym with him, and he got them into jiu-jitsu, and they work out. They come to the gym now, and they know what he's doing, and he's modeled that behavior. Uh, Ruxton... His son came with us. We ran the other day. Uh, we posted it on Instagram. It was like nineteen degrees out. We were running outside. He brought Ruxin with him because Ruxin's like, I am gonna go run with you. It was cold. I mean, it was fucking cold. He brought him with him, and Ruxin was out there running with us, man. Like, cause he under he he just it's part of his life. The mo- the the behavior has been modeled, and the child picks it up. So now. We were talking about that study from 2019. There's been a new study from the CDC, for everybody that loves the CDC, so I guess you kind of take this with a grain of salt. If you don't love the CDC, which I don't, seems like they were doing a pretty good job before the pandemic, right? But now, not so much. I don't feel like they've done a great job. Um, okay, so obesity rates have long been on the rise among American children, but the pandemic has hastened that rise. This is the researchers studied over 432,000 children ages 2 to 19 and found that the rate of increase in body mass index, uh, BMI is what I will refer to it as from here on out, approximately doubled during the pandemic. Kids who were already overweight or obese experienced the largest increase as well as those ages 6 to 11. Uh, Dr. Sandy Hassink, A medical director of the American Academy of Pediatrics Institute for Healthy Childhood Weight said the pandemic brought school closures, eliminated organized activities and strained family budgets. Many families reported that keeping routines such as scheduled meals and snacks, regular activity and limiting recreational screen time became increasingly difficult, which is a bummer. And that's true. Uh, But again, you got to figure it out, man. you got to figure it out as a parent. Okay, let's see. Before the pandemic, children who were a healthy weight were gaining an average of 3.4 pounds a year. That rose to 5.4 pounds during the pandemic. The increase was more for kids already struggling with weight. Annual weight gain per year for those moderately obese went from 6.5 pounds per year before the pandemic to 12 pounds after. For the severely obese, it went from 8.8 pounds a year to 14.6 pounds a year. Uh, ki- kids, this is kids. Overall, the percentage of obese children and teens increased from increased to 22 percent from 19 percent. So they're saying that it was at 19 percent already. The the study that I was talking about said 17, so it was already up two percent. Now it's at 22, and this is insane to me because what the fuck is going on? Like, what are we doing? We're not exercising. We're not modeling the behavior. You have bullshit processed food in your house. I was guilty of this too at one point, right? And then I had a kid and I was like, it's time to get my shit together. I owe it to my child who doesn't know anything except for what I teach them and model them. They don't deserve that. These kids don't deserve this. It lowers your self-confidence as a child. You get picked on as a child. I had no muscle. I was not in shape. I was allergic to everything. I'm, I'm what I call skinny fat when I was a kid. I was not in shape. I was literally like, I looked fat, but I had no muscle. And I was like skinny. It was this weird combo, super out of shape kid. I got picked on a lot. I got made fun of a lot. I had no self-confidence. I had no physical capability. I couldn't climb trees. I wasn't outside running around. I had asthma. So I was scared. Dude, when I fixed my diet, my asthma got a lot better. I'll tell you that. I don't really have problems with it anymore at all. I, I know some kids outgrow it naturally. I know that. Uh, But when I fixed my diet, my allergies got better. I definitely started to build more muscle. And when I was lifting weights, when I was exercising, my self-confidence went through the roof. I felt so much more confidence in myself. I wasn't so insecure. I definitely wasn't getting picked on as much. Um, These kids don't deserve this. And they're getting the food somewhere, especially if they're not going to school, right? And they're not getting activity because you're not modeling activity as a parent. And that's not fair to your kids. And I know this is going to piss some people off, and that's fine, because this should piss some people off. This should scare the shit out of people, especially when a new study just came out, another study from the CDC, saying 61% of the children that were hospitalized with COVID were overweight. Uh, let's see, I took notes here somewhere. Maybe I didn't get this one down. Um, yes, yeah, 61% of the kids that were hospitalized with covid were overweight or obese other than that if they aren't overweight or obese they are it said by and large uh safe from any negative serious negative side effects from covid children are basically safe that is like the one good thing about covid um that kids are not pr- disproportionately negatively affected unless they're overweight and there was the new york times just put this out i saw cnn talking about this the other day Everybody was sending it to me that Overweight people, people that have excess adipose tissue, fat people, have a way harder time with COVID. If they get COVID, they have a way harder time because it attacks the fat cells or it replicates in the fat cells. I don't remember exactly, but we know that's the case. We've known that the whole time, right? We've all been able to tell that. The people that, are, that get serious, majority, majority I'm talking about here. I'm not saying 100%, um, but it's a high likelihood that if you have comorbidities, you're going to have a harder time with it. You're more likely to be hospitalized. So we have failed ourselves, and in turn, by failing ourselves, we have failed our children. Childhood obesity is definitely on the rise at a rate we've never seen before. And when a a child presents with overweight or obesity, they are much more likely to carry that through adulthood because it is lifestyle factors. It is not genetics. There are specific genetic things that can make that more likely to happen, but typically it's lifestyle. The way I've heard it put is genetics load the gun and lifestyle factors and environmental factors pull the trigger. So maybe you do have the genetics to put on weight really easy, but if your lifestyle is that you're not doing any activity, you're only eating processed food, you're not cooking, of course you're going to have a worse time not gaining weight and not being obese. So they carry that through the majority of their life and that is not fair. Like, when you could change the course of that by getting your ass up off the couch and involving yourself with your children and involving yourself in cooking and learning about it. And if you don't know what to do, Google it. Shit. I mean, seriously, Google it. You can find bodyweight workouts you can do at home in the basement or in the living room with the family. I mean, you can put little games together. I mean, Quinn just runs back and forth through the house, and I chase her. and ha! Ah, but it's physical activity. I'm showing her little tiny jujitsu moves like she doesn't really get it yet, but and she wants to do it. She enjoys it. I bring her to the gym, and she hangs out. She swings on the rings. She does pull-ups. Like, it's crazy. She does planks all the time now. Uh, I'm teaching her yoga breathing. Like, there's things that you can model for your child and just the food that you eat they see the food that you eat and that's what you have in the house that's what they will eat so get rid of the fucking honey buns get rid of the fucking nutter butter bars get rid of all the candy get rid of the the bullshit processed cereal if your kid really likes cereal magic spoon cereal it's a protein cereal it's not high in carbs at all get rid of the bullshit cereal they don't need any more of those carbohydrates like kids are typically overeating processed carbohydrates when they're at home alone so get rid of that shit Okay, and exercise exercise with the family exercise yourself. It starts with you That's the thing as a parent. It starts with you and father specifically it starts with you Be the role model for the family be the leader You are supposed to be for the family and i'm not saying mothers can't do this either because I know a lot of moms who are super badasses and they lead the way too, but man If both parents would do it if you guys would get on the same page together and do it That's going to change your child's life. And the other thing is the mental health Issues associated with children that are overweight and, and adults that are overweight, too They're linking a lot of inflammatory proteins like c-reactive protein um, All sorts of cytokines like linked to your gut health if you eat a shit diet and your guts all fucked up Your mental health is fucked up, too And there are the largest rates of depression anxiety that i've ever heard everybody has anxiety now Everybody has depression go do an ice bath go do some burpees Clean up your diet. Stop eating processed shit. Stop going to fast food all the time. Stop making frozen pizzas. Stop eating fucking corn dogs and eat some real food. Eat some fruits and vegetables. Eat some meat and nuts and seeds and a little bit of starch and get your shit together. You know what I mean? Stop eating processed shit constantly. And when I say processed, I know people will send me a message like, well, technically everything's processed. You know what I mean? Stop eating junk food. Maybe that's what I should say. Stop eating junk food. Get some exercise. Do some cold exposure, get a sauna, go find a sauna, uh, build one in your backyard. I know that's not feasible for everybody, but I bet it's a little bit more doable than you think it is because you just have never looked into it. Exercise in your basement with your family. Do something because when your gut health is fucked, your mental health is fucked, and these kids don't deserve that. I keep saying that because I mean it. It's sad to me. I saw a whole family at the airport. This was a while ago. And we're, we're sitting down and they have all these you know these restaurants in the, in the airport. And there's a whole family. These little kids. I mean, their feet can't even touch the floor. And every single person, there was a mom and a dad and three little kids. And all of them, every single one of them had these big-ass pops. Like a liter of pop. Full strength, sugar pop. These little-ass kids. And they drank the whole thing. And they were all overweight. Like pretty heavy pretty heavy uh it just makes me sad to see that because those kids don't know any better man the parents could do better the kids don't know any better and they have to take what the parents give them and the, the behavior is modeled yes your kid likes sugar you have to tell them no sometimes you know what i mean like i still couldn't know all the time she always wants suckers she always wants candy like no like we're not having that so you have to set the boundaries you have to be the parent your kids are not going to like that all the time and that's okay uh, but it just it makes me sad. So the, the mental health side of this thing is what I want to focus on because especially when kids are home alone, they're not seeing their friends and not playing at recess, they, there's so many people that are reporting with anxiety and depression. And I know we could quell that. The reason I know that is because I've done so much research on it. I'll post some links to some studies that are linking the, the gut health and uh, inflammatory proteins to depression, to anxiety, and how those symptoms will let up when you fix the gut health and you fix your diet. And exercise, they say exercise is as effective as most of the leading antidepressants. Exercise. Think about that. There's a pill that will give you more self confidence. There's a pill that will increase your libido if you're a man, will decrease your fat tissue, reduce your risk of chronic disease, boost your mood, help you sleep better, and just make you a more high quality, capable person overall. If there's a pill that did all that, would you take it? Yes, you would. For sure, you would. Guess what? That's exercise exercise will do that shit. So you need to get that in your lifestyle. Okay. It is not too late to start. You can start right now. Reach out to me. Like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I'm doing lifestyle evaluation, consultation, nutrition, coaching, whatever it is that you need. I'm doing those for free for a while and I will definitely help you. It is not too late to start. Do not feel like you have to push it under the rug and hide away from it and be embarrassed and be ashamed. You don't. We all have to start somewhere, and you can fucking do this. Life is like a game, and you can choose to level up whenever you want to, and if you don't see that, you need to open your eyes and recognize that it is time to level up. You do not have to stay where you are. You do not have to hide away. You do not have to feel guilty and ashamed. You need to start. That is what you need to do. You need to start, and I will help you start. There are tons of of podcasts and YouTube videos that will help you start, but just start. For the sake of your children, for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your community, for the sake of the world, start to improve your life by improving your health. I truly believe that is the way to do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you next week.